There's tens of millions of people in this world who want the exact same thing as you. And there's millions of people who are willing to work for it. You probably have a little bit of pride because you're so into self-improvement and you're doing all these things to improve yourself. You're implementing all these tactics and barely any of your friends are into the same things. A lot of your friends probably don't really have that many goals or many ambitions in life. Seeing this probably makes you feel that you're the only one in the world who wants to be successful and you've already kind of made it. At least it was like that for me. Doing all these things like being so into self-improvement and like waking up early, working hard, doing all that definitely gave me an ego and it made me feel like I'm miles ahead of everyone my age. Even though I'm definitely not, there's so many people in the world who want the exact same things as I do. There's, there's, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say millions, but there's a lot of people who want to be successful, like self-improving content creators or whatever, like start a podcast make money in the same business that I'm in, and there's only room for so many in the world. You might think it's the opposite, actually. You might you might see other self-improvement creators talk about how everyone's so glued to TikTok now that no one has any ambition, and then if you want something, it's like so easy nowadays. But that's not true at all. Yes, most first society might be like low value and addicted to TikTok, but, but these self-improvement creators, they're forgetting about the other 20% of men. And I think with how accessible like making money online and self-improvement and really just any kind of free education is, that's giving so many more people an opportunity to be successful than ever before. And that means there's way more competition for you in getting what you want. And for example, if you want to be a self-improvement creator, you might see all these big YouTubers just getting there practically overnight, it seems. But then what you don't see is all the smaller self-improvement creators who who've been doing this for years and still haven't gotten any results. And that's in literally any space. Like for example, some business YouTubers have like four or five million subscribers. And when you think about it, that's a lot of competition. And a lot of those people, depending on what you're doing, are working towards the exact same things you. You might look at that and say, oh, well, only a half or even even less people are actually implementing this stuff. But still, half of 4 million is 2 million, and that's a lot of people. The point I'm trying to make here is because of the fact that free education is so easily accessible, you're going to have so much more competition, and you really just have you really just have to be mindful of that. However, this is not a bad thing at all, and I really think it's something that you can make the most out of and then use to your advantage, which is what I'm going to tell you how to do right now. So the first thing you can do to use this to your advantage is just use it as motivation. It's as easy as that. Like remind yourself this on a daily basis that there's always someone who's better at you in what you're trying to in what you're trying to do. And they're working just as hard, if not harder. I really think this is like the best kind of motivation you can have. Because it sends a message to your mind that if you don't do work right now, you're letting someone else get ahead. This is a really good way to, to force yourself into doing work when you don't feel like it or force yourself into doing something you're scared or uncomfortable of doing because, because if you want it bad enough, your will to succeed is 20 times stronger than whatever fear or discomfort you'll have doing something. If I'm ever like scared to message someone that could be a potential connection or if I'm ever scared to invite someone on my podcast, I always remind myself that because if I don't message them now, they they could go on someone else's podcast and then maybe not have time to do mine. Of course, you need discipline to succeed and if you don't feel like something, you always have to do it anyways if you want to do well. But isn't it nice to have motivation? Like, Isn't it nice to actually want to, uh, want to do something and have something that's like driving you to do it? The quality of your work and your enjoyment doing it is going to be so much better if you're actually motivated by something. If you really don't want to be there, but you still do it anyway. 
And I think reminding yourself on a daily basis that there's always someone that's better than you and there's always someone working harder is the best way to motivate yourself to do anything. The second great thing about having competition is that it really forces you to innovate and do the best possible work that you can do. Um, <clears throat> one sec. I remember, I remember one of my friends, he wanted to start doing a car detailing business. At first, I was, I was like pissed off about it and he wanted to, he wanted to start like advertising in my area and stuff. Like, I'd admit it was really disrespectful, but that was one of the best things that happened to my business because it forced me to find ways to stand out and find new ways to market my business, which is why I'm doing way better now than I ever have. If that never happened, I would have probably just stayed in this gray area of not doing well, but not doing bad. And then my business would just keep being mediocre and never, never really get to where it actually could be. In a few minutes, I'll be talking more about competitive advantages and how you can create one for yourself, which is vital to having success in anything. So the third thing, which might not sound too good to me first here, but trust me, is a great thing, is failure. Competition, it, having other people that you're competing with will definitely make you fail more and will make it harder, harder to get what you want. But this is actually a good thing because failure is the best teacher you can have and then after you fail you can evaluate like what did you do what did you do wrong what would you do next time and it's just a great learning experience overall when your competition does well or doesn't do well it's always great just to analyze them and see like what they're doing right what they're doing wrong and then if there's something that they're not doing too good on you can make that one of your strengths Doing this is vital in a bunch of different areas of life, and especially if you're running some kind of business, which I assume a lot of people who are watching this are trying to do. You always have to learn from other people, and especially learn from yourself and your own failures. If your ego is too big and you don't do any of that, then you're practically just letting customers fall from your fingertips and letting opportunities just pass by. Okay, so a quick challenge for right now is to get out a piece of paper or get out your notes app and think about something you're passionate about, like a favorite sport, business, whatever, and think of a time that someone beat you at something or you failed at something, and then answer these two questions. Why did I fail and what can I get out of this? Slash, what lesson can I learn from this? And then write down three ways that you can make sure this failure never happens again. So now I want to talk to you about some ways that you can get a competitive advantage over other people and increase your chances of actually achieving your goals. Of course, there's like a million things you can do. So I'm just going to be throwing out a few things that have helped me in the past and that'll definitely help you as well. So the first one that'll help you a tremendous amount is getting coaching. Right now I'm getting coaching from my friend James Bracken. He runs the You Can Too podcast and I had him on this podcast before. You can check it out. Great episode. This will help you in so many ways I can't even explain. And I'd say pretty much all the time, it's really worth the investment. Of course, there's some people that are going to try and scam you, but most coaches are super legit. And if you're trying to do anything big, this will help you 100%. I don't really know too much about how to find a coach, but what I'd say is just look it up on the internet, like look up life coaches or like success coaches. Just do some digging, try and find people that are doing what you're doing and are in, the, are in the exact same position that you'd want to be in in a few years. And if they offer coaching, that's great. But if they don't, just send them a message. They'd probably be super happy to help you. Even if you have to pay a little bit, I can guarantee you it would be worth it just to get a little bit of guidance. You have to remember too, like there's such a small percent of people in pretty much any field that are, are actually investing money in coaching. And if you, if you do end up doing so, you'll have a huge advantage over other people and your chance of succeeding will be so much higher. 
The next thing you can do, which is actually pretty obvious, is just to sacrifice more. Like you can do things like not going to college or taking less classes. You could stop going out on weekends as much or not go traveling. There's just so many things you can sacrifice that the question the question becomes more, what am I willing to sacrifice in order to achieve my goals? Which is a question you have to answer because no one goes anywhere without sacrifice. Get out your paper or your notes app and just write that down. What am I okay with sacrificing in order to achieve my goals? Now think of some ways that you can cut back on these things, or if you need to, or if you're okay with it, just stop doing them all together. The next thing that you can do is just have more attention to detail and do the things that can get you 1% better every time. The small things really do add up, and this is something you gotta be aware of because sometimes they make all the difference. The next thing that you can do is just to improve your mindset and your self-image. Of course, there's so many ways you can do this, but Probably the best way is to read this book that I'm reading right now called Psycho-Cybernetics. You can find it on Spotify, it's completely free, and it's like the original science of building a good mindset and like improving your self-esteem. So yeah, it's a it's a great book and it's actually what inspired most of self-help books that are around today. So I definitely recommend you check it out. It's Psycho-Cybernetics. It's completely free because it's on Spotify, but I can't really talk about the book too much because I've I've only read just a bit. But from what I've read, it's great. And the, the practices in the book I've already applied and I've seen results pretty much overnight, which is amazing. The next thing that you can do that also has to do with the book I was just reading is perfecting your offer. This is a concept from Alex Hermosi's book, $100 Million Offers, which is on Spotify. Just look up 100M Offers and you'll find it completely free again. There's just so much in the book and so much value. So I can't really say too much here. You'll have to find out for yourself. But what it's basically about is that is like this concept that he has called an offer, which is like what your business is offering to consumers and how consumers perceive your business. He basically just tells you how to optimize this to get the best results and stand up from other businesses. Because not too many people are actually using what he says or really know about it, this gives you a crazy good advantage. If you have any interest in business, which if you listen to this podcast, you probably do, go check it out on Spotify. It's 100M Offers and it's completely free. Another thing that I touched on earlier in the coaching part is just expanding your network and networking with other successful people. They don't have to be too successful, but if you know anyone who's in like a similar position as to where you want to be or or has experience doing something that you want to do, don't be afraid to send them a message and ask if they can meet up sometime and you can ask them a few questions. Or if they can't do that, at the very least, they can probably call for about 10 minutes and you can ask them a couple things. If it's someone you don't know, you can always try DMing them on Instagram. It never hurts and it takes like a couple seconds. So you really have nothing to lose here. Follow up once or twice. And then, like I was saying before, if you really want to connect with them, like if you think their advice is going to be valuable enough, pay them a little bit if you have to. Got another quick challenge for you guys. Do exactly what I just said here. If you know anyone, anyone who's successful, send them a message, ask them a couple questions, or ask them if you can connect. Or if there's someone you want to connect with that you've never spoken to, just send them a message on Instagram right now. Or if they don't have Instagram, find out what their email is and email them. Literally nothing to lose here. The worst they can say is they don't have time. And then if they don't, ask someone else. All right, guys, so that's all I got for you today. If you want to, you can get out a piece of paper and brainstorm some more things you can do, but that's all for me. 
I'm going to put my Instagram in the description. So if you want me to guest on this podcast or if you want one hour of free coaching, you can DM me and I'll get back to you. I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great rest of your day.